Hi, and welcome to the Beer and Eggs podcast. I'm Jessica, and I'm here with my husband, Ryan. Hi. We are back. It's been a From while. a very long hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to do a chapter day, and then we got to, what, chapter 10. Nine. And we... Oh, nine. We made it nine whole days. And we were like, you know, sleep is good, too. We... we. Or I was like, you the know what? Link I also really like to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it spiraled. <laughs> but we're back. Mm-hmm. And it feels good to be back. Yeah. That's why there's 31 days. Oh, yeah. There you go. You got a little extra cushion at the end of December. And then there's, and then there's all of January, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Eventually we'll finish it. No. Um. But yeah, we are. Did you say. Are we on Luke chapter 11? 11. Mm-hmm. We're back with Luke chapter 11. Yeah. Um, would I you like do, to I start? I can do 1 through, what, 1 through 28? Do 1 through 23. 23. And then okay. I'll finish this up. All right. It happened that while Jesus was praying in a certain place, when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John also taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father... Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend. And he goes to him at midnight and says to him, Friend, lend lend me three loaves. Because a friend of mine has come to me from a journey and I have nothing to serve him. And from inside he answers and says, Do not bother me. The door has already been shut, and my children and I are in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even if he will not get up and give him anything, just because he is his friend, yet because of his shamelessness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, it will be opened. Now which of of you fathers will his son ask for a fish, and instead of a fish he will give him a snake? Or he will even ask for an egg, and his father will give him a scorpion? So if you, despite being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more uh, will your heavenly father give? Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. And he was casting out a mute demon, and the demon had gone out. The man was previously unable to speak and talked and the crowds were amazed but some of them said he casts out demons by Beelzebul Beelzebul Beelzebub the ruler of uh, demons others to test him were demanding of him a sign from heaven but he knew their thoughts and said to them every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste and a house divided against itself falls and if satan also has been divided against himself How will his kingdom stand? For you claim that I cast out demons by Beelzebul. Yet if if by Beelzebul I cast out the demons, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man fully armed guards his own house, his possessions are secure. But when someone stronger than he attacks him and overpowers him, that man takes away uh, his armor on which he had relied and distributes his plunder. The one who is not with me is against me, 
and the one who does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest, and finding none, it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. As he said these things, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast at which you nursed. But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. When the crowds were increasing, he began to say, This generation is an evil generation. It seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. For as Jonah became a sign to the people of Nineveh, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise up at the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold, something greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. No one after lighting a lamp puts it in a cellar or under a basket, but on a stand, so that those who enter may see the light. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light, but when it is bad, your body is full of darkness. Therefore, be careful, lest the light in you be darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, it will be wholly bright, as when a lamp with its rays gives you light. While Jesus was speaking, a Pharisee asked him to dine with him, so he went in and reclined at table. The Pharisee was astonished to see that he did not first wash before dinner. And the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees cleanse the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You fools, did not he who made the outside make the inside also? But give as alms those things that are within, and behold, everything is clean for you. But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and every herb, and neglect justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seat in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you, for you are like unmarked graves, and people walk over them without knowing it. One of the lawyers answered him, Teacher, in saying these things you insult us also. And he said, Woe to you, lawyers, also, for you load people with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets whom your fathers killed. So you are witness, witnesses, and you consent to the deeds of your fathers, for they killed them, and you build their tombs. Therefore also the wisdom of God said, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of which whom they will kill and persecute so that the blood of all the prophets shed from the foundation of the world may be charged against this generation. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, it will be required of this generation. Woe to you, lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You did not enter yourselves, and you hindered those who were entering. As he went away from there, the scribes and the Pharisees began to press him hard and to provoke him to speak about many things, lying in wait for him, to catch him in something he might say. I don't think I've ever read that 
last section of Luke 11 before. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty I think e- I've heard some of it in the the other Gospels, but never, I don't think specifically that part. It's, it's yeah. pretty intense. It's intense how it's like God sent them so that you would kill them, and then I will charge it against you. You know what I mean? It's like, ugh. Yeah. Because they also aren't, if they obviously believed who he was and what, what he was doing and what he says, they wouldn't be charged against them. But because they reject him, it is going to be charged against them. Yeah, it's just really interesting. I like how he put, he was talking about, you know, Solomon and Jonah mm-hmm. and how, you know, the queen came to Solomon and, and praised him for all the things that God had given him and how blessed he was. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is like, and something greater than Solomon is standing in front of you <laughs> and you, you don't acknowledge it or praise God well, for yeah. it. Well, yeah, and the big thing there is that Jonah walked around the streets of Nineveh and said like one sentence and they all And Nineveh repented. repented, yeah. And yet here is a greater prophet, a greater man, a greater in every circumstance yeah. person than he. And yet infinitely better than you reject Jonah. you reject him. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's why it's so Yeah, that's why it's so just intense, because it's like, woe to you. What is that what does that phrase mean though? Woe to you. Is it like a warning or is it Jesus pronouncing judgment upon those people? Well, I think there already is judgment and like going on, right? He's just saying he's pointing to the hypocrisy. Mm. So he's pointing out the judgment that they will face. Not that he's lashing out judgment. Because remember, he didn't come to judge. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. This is just where my mind goes. Theoretically speaking, could Jesus ever say, woe to you, but there still be hope for you? (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure about these people. Because there is another meeting that he has with uh, Pharisees. The uh, I forget what his name is. But one of the other Pharisees. And he actually... Secures, is it Nicodemus? Yeah, he goes and secures the tomb for him after his death. But he he's kind of, he's still doing it in secret. Yeah, interesting. But. I wonder if it's really a, like a rebuke. Their conversation goes a lot differently, though. Because Nicodemus, I, I'm pretty sure that's the right one, is, a, is like asking him questions. Like legitimate questions. Like, mm-hmm. Well, he goes how am I, under the how cover am I of boarding? night, too, because he doesn't want people to see yeah. that he's... Or something like that. I don't know. But this is like, this is just straight rebuking and. Yeah. And. um, Pretty pretty intense. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder what their reaction was. Well, it says what their reaction was. (laughs) They were very hostile. Hardening their uh, hearts. They wanted to interrogate him and then catch him in something he might say. So they could be like, oh, he's blaspheming. And then they could stone him or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they just. Yeah. They wanted to kill him. It stirred it just anger angered and them. rage in their heart. Yeah. But yeah, go back a little bit though. And it talks about the return of an unclean spirit. 
Mm-hmm. I've read that passage. It's just like three verses. But I've read those so many times. And it just baffles me. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I read that, I always just think to myself, like, there's so much we don't understand. And we don't know, you know? Yeah. And we we always try to figure all this stuff out. And it's like, God's in control. But... I don't know. I read that and I'm just like, there's there's so much going on that maybe God doesn't even bother to explain us to us because we don't need to know, you know? I mean, it's in here. Well, yes, this is in here, but yeah. it just makes me think. Oh, like about how other mu- things? Yeah, like how much other stuff goes on in the spiritual world that we just have absolutely no idea. I don't know. Would you? Do you actually want to know? No. I don't know. <laughs> if God doesn't want me to know, then I certainly don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just interesting. It it makes it like puts me in my place. Gives me a good perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's chapter eleven. Yeah. Thank you for reading it with me. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Fingers crossed. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I want to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Every time I actually sit down and you press record, I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm happy we're doing this. I literally had to drag her in here. It's just getting to the part where you like (laughs) leave the comfort of your bed or you're walking up the stairs after putting the kids down. And it's like, oh, and it's like, just give me a second to recoup. And then a second turns into an hour. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, but I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I never regret doing them. I love podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, we'll see you next time for chapter 12. Yep. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.